so let's get let's get busy. We're gonna talk about some stuff tonight. Um, it is the Christmas season. It is officially December. Today is December the second. Yes, the second. And uh, we there was a lot of things that happened during Christmas, right? A lot of celebration. There's a lot of decorating, and there's we've got Jesus and all all these things, right? One of the big things about Christmas is people give gifts, right? I mean, that's not the reason for Christmas, but it's become a big part of it. We have things like Black Friday where people die, you know, to to get good deals, which I've decided if if they just wouldn't rob us the other 364 days of the year, we wouldn't have to, we wouldn't have to have, you know, Black Friday where people die. So... The thing is, we all like to get gifts, right? Everybody likes to get gifts. So what I want you I want you guys to think right now for just a second. Think about the greatest gifts you've ever been given. Talking the best stuff in your short lives or long lives, depending on how old you are. Some of you are pushing 12. Now, think about this. What is the greatest gift that you've ever been given? A Bible. Bible. Thank you for... Okay, that's actually on my list too. So that's good. A Bible. Okay, what are some other... What are the greatest gifts you've ever been given? Alright, give me some... Like a... I'm talking about material. I like the Jesus answers, but we'll get there later. A new horse. That's pretty good. Any of you ladies wanted a pony ever? (laughs) <laughs> like, yay! All right, so we got a new horse. All right. What else? Best gifts ever. A guitar. A Nintendo 64 when they were new? That was a big deal. A 360 that broke. Cell phone. All right, what else? A Wii. Okay. What? Laptop, a rifle, cool. All right, my best gifts that I've ever gotten that I could think of were my bass guitar that I got for Christmas because that was kind of what got me into the guitar side of uh, of music. Um, so bass guitar was the, one of my best gifts. A laptop that I got uh, when I graduated from high school which wasn't for Christmas, but it was still a gift that was given to me. And then thirdly was this Bible. Because this Bible is awesome. It's not like this fake like bonded leather junk. No. This is like real cowhide, like amazing leather Bible. You know, we all love to get. I mean, it's just a fact. Now, but we don't seem wired... We don't seem to be wired to give with the same passion and excitement that we get. Would you agree with that? There are some people who like to give. I, I, know, I know some very, very giving people. And they really enjoy giving. And, uh, but for the most part, we get excited and like really pumped about getting gifts. And, and giving them is just not quite the same. It's not on the same level. Even, even the most giving people I know, they would never turn down a gift. They're like, you know, I'd much rather give than receive. 
and then you're like, well, you know, here's a big screen TV. They're like, I just can't take that. Why don't we give it to somebody else? No, they don't do that because they want it for themselves. If, if they were really that wired to, to give, they would give away a lot. Am I right? I mean, if that's what you live to do, to give to people, you would be giving everything away until you had nothing. Now, um, but to, to change the gears a little bit, I mean, we like, we like getting gifts. But if I went from material to something a little more spiritual, feelings, those kind of things, how many of you guys, when you grow old, want to be old and alone? Like, seriously, I mean, these are, this is some people, I've heard that this is some people's biggest fears in their life, is to be alone, to, to not have anybody there who loves or cares for them. A- am I right? Maybe some of you even feel that way. You feel that, that that would be a terrifying experience, something awful, to be alone and unloved. On the other side of that, everybody, everybody wants to be loved. Am I right? Everybody in this room, you guys want someone who loves you and cares for you to be there. Right? So you want somebody to, to give you that gift. If you thought of love as a gift, that would be one that you would all want. Whether it's from your mom and dad, from your brothers and sisters, from your future husband or wife, your boyfriend or, or your girlfriend, like that's what you want. I've seen people do some crazy stuff for love or what they thought was love, where they gave up everything. You know, where they, they've given up their family, they've given up their friends, you know, they would give up their left arm if the choice came up. And it'd be like, you know, my girlfriend or my arm. I got another one. So, you know, they go for their girlfriend. I know, I lost, I lost a lot of friends in college because of, of a relationship that I was in. And she was far more superior to my friends because um, I wanted her to love me. I wanted her to care for me. I wanted to be there for her too, but but the way that she made me feel was it was worth losing them at the time. I look back on it and it wasn't. In in reality, it wasn't really worth it. But during that time, I I gave up anything and everything. All but dropped out of school. I got a 1.9 GPA one semester. Yeah. Yeah, 1.9. Some of you, your, your parents would kill you, like quite literally. Um, just to let you know, it got better. I finished college with a 3.0. So just you know, do the math. That means I got better than a 1.9 every other semester. <laughs> but, you know, I gave up a lot for this this so-called feeling of love. You know, and honestly, I can't think of any greater gift. I can't think of anything that I want more. There are a lot of material things that I would love a new car. Gosh, I would love a new car. I mean, mine's nice, but I just have a thing for cars. I'd like a new one, something that's fast, er than mine. And uh, I'd like a new guitar, which is obnoxious because what I have is perfectly good. Um, a bigger TV, that'd be sweet. You know, this is, I like electronics, I like computers, I like guitars and cars. They're, they're awesome to me. But 
you know what I want more? I want to be loved. Like, I want somebody to be there with me, to be there for me. I want, I want good friends. I want my family close. Um, I like being here with you guys. I want to be loved. Jesus, in the Bible, he, he had the same, the same desire for us. Like, he wanted us to be loved, to understand that we were loved. And he also wanted us to love. So not only to receive the gift, but also to give it. Now, in the Bible, if you guys want to get there, we're going to be in John. We're going to start in John chapter 13. Verse 34 says, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says this, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. All of us are geared to, to, and desire to be loved. It's a, it's a huge part. But we struggle loving. We struggle giving that gift. It's real similar to to giving in real life. As a baby, you know, you, you're born, and you don't have to teach a baby to be selfish and to say mine. It's one of the first words that they learn. They learn that they want to keep things. You know, you have to teach them to share. You have to teach them to give and to, to play nice and all of these things. When it comes to love, it's the same, the same thing for us. We have to be taught we have to understand what love is. We have to see it so that we can show and express love to other people. So Jesus here is doing just that for, for his disciples. He says, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. So in the way, in the fashion that I have shown you love, I want you to show other people love. I want you to to care for them and to be there for them and to serve them in the same manner that I served and was there for you. Okay? How many of you guys would deny that gift? You're like, you know, I, don't, I just don't think I could love somebody who serves me. I don't, or I don't think I want the love from someone who serves me, who genuinely loves me. Any of you guys reject that? Like Kyle, Kyle looks over to Aubrey like, you know, Aubrey, I don't think you can love me today because I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody would do that. I'm never gonna be. I'm never gonna look at my brother and be like, you know, Caleb. I know you, you want to love me, but I just refuse because I don't like you. That's dumb. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just stupid and illogical. We don't think like that. People crave love. The problem with love is that what we've turned love into is not real love. We have this, the sin is entered into it, into the mix. And so we have things like selfishness and pride and greed and lust and all these other things that turn love into something that it was never meant to be. So, so what happens is it's, well, I'll love you so I can get love back. There's an ulterior motive. 
It's like, I'll be kind to you so that you owe me. I'll tell you you're sweet and pretty so that you stay close. How many of you guys want, would be able to, to say no to a love like that? Like, the only reason I'm going to love you today is so I can get something out of you tomorrow. Is it easier to be like, you know, I don't really want that. It's not what I'm looking for. I Man, it might, might be nice in the moment, but, but for the most part, I mean, we want something that's lasting, something that's real, someone who really cares for us, right? And the problem with that is sin. It, we can't love like that unless we're taught how. We can't go through life and love genuinely without condition, unconditionally, unless somebody shows us what that looks like. It's just impossible. So how do we give real love, and what does that look like? We're going to go to 1 John, which you guys don't have to turn there because you don't have your Bibles anyways, but that's okay. 1 John 4.19. Um, it says this. We love because He first loved us. Simple, short, great memory verse. You want to learn one? That's a good one to learn. It says, we love because he first loved us. The only reason that we understand even an inkling, we even barely understand what love is and that we want it, is because God loved us first. Because of the gift that he gave us. How did he, do you guys know how he, uh, how does he express that? Like, what's he do to show us that he cares? What? Yeah, yeah, he died on the cross. Thank you, Ryan. I mean, that's a huge one. God himself stepped down from heaven, from his glorious throne, and said, I love them so much that I'll go to this crappy earth and lay down my life so that they don't have to die. That's a pretty, that's a pretty amazing gift. He sustains us. He lets us live. He blesses us every single day. The snow, did you guys enjoy the snow? Is beautiful. Some of you are like, no, it was cold, but I know. It was cold. But there are little blessings throughout the days, every day. There are things we take for granted, family and friends and people who genuinely care. And God blesses us and shows us that he loves us on a daily basis. But if you go back to John, chapter 15, it says this, he says it again, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lays down his life for his friends. Greater love has no one than this, than someone lay down his life for his friends. So, Look around. Look at the people who are sitting next to you, the people you came with, the people that you're close to. God said, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. There's no greater love than if someone will lay down his life for his friends. How many of you would be willing to do that for the people that are sitting next to you and in this room? That you'd give up everything. And not on a last minute, like a last second, oh, I jumped in front of a car style 
but to, to truly give up your life, not in a snap decision, but on a daily basis. To humble yourself so much that their feelings and their well-being and caring for them is more important than yourself. To lay down your life, to put it aside, to cast it away for someone else. You start realizing, there is no better gift than that. To truly give up your life, the very breath that you breathe for someone else. All of a sudden you start to think that in this this season and, and these, this idea of giving gifts, that what an amazing gift that that would be. But the only reason that we know how to do that is because that's what Jesus Christ did for you. Some of you, some of you know that. Some of you, you've got Jesus. You've accepted that gift that He's given you. Some of you have it, and I know you have it. And it breaks my heart because it's the single greatest gift in the entire world. The greatest gift ever given. And he's saying, here it is. All you have to do is take it. Just reach out your hand and take it. And yet we look at it and we're like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if I can give that. I don't know if I can take that gift. Some of you, though, you've been given that gift. You've been shown how to love and what it looks like. And yet you refuse to give it to other people. You, you refuse to move past yourselves. It's something I struggle with. That God has blessed me beyond imagination. There's so often that I come first before anyone. And yet God says, Love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this. That he lays life down for his friends. Amen. To, to genuinely give everything up for them. That's showing the love of Christ. That's letting somebody see a tangible view, a real-life example of what Jesus did on the cross thousands of years ago. Back in the passage in, in verse thir- or chapter 13, it says, A new commandment I give you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. How you give the gift of love will also show people who you belong to. My friend Dave Skeen is a very, very, very giving person. He's given me so much since I've been here. Food and birthday presents and taking me out to dinner and, um, and lunches and inviting me over to his house and spending time with me and we went and rode go-karts after Thanksgiving and he paid for all of it. Just stuff like, I mean, he just gives and gives and gives. But you know what's interesting? His dad is the same way. His dad has taken me out to to lunch and invited me over to their house for Thanksgiving and I got to eat with them and he, he pays for meals and he gives and he gives and he gives. I know that Dave... I know who Dave's dad is because he gives like him. Like I know that they're related. I know that, that Charlie Skeen taught Dave Skeen how to give. And I know when, when Solomon, Dave's little boy, 
when he's old enough, Dave's going to teach him how to give. And I'm going to know them because of who they are, because of how they love people, how they, what they've meant to me. And for you, it'll be the same way. The way that Christ has, has loved you, the, the fact that he gave up everything for you, shown you how to love. If you love people like that, they'll know who you belong to. He gave you this gift for you, but he also gave you this gift to give to other people. You can't save them. They have to take that gift from, from Christ himself, but you can love them. You can spread God's love just like Jesus loved them. You can show them how much Jesus loves them by the way that you love them. So before we close tonight, I have one more passage that I want to read to you. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 13, starting in verse 4. It says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. No greater love is there than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. Love is patient. It's kind. It doesn't envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It doesn't insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It doesn't rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. If you guys want to give a gift this year for Christmas, love someone the way that you've been loved, the way that you treat each other, the way that you treat your parents, the way that you treat your family and your friends. Imagine what just a little bit of love like this would go, like how far that would go. I think you'd be amazed. When you were kids, you had to be taught how to give. But you're not kids anymore. You understand. And Jesus has shown you. He's, he's shown you how to give. So give like that. When you read a little further in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, starting in verse 11, it says, When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three but the greatest of these is love. So my challenge to you guys is that you move from childish things, from the selfish way of living, and, and that we move to a way of giving and loving in the same way that Jesus Christ loved you. And if you don't understand and you don't know what that looks like, then tonight's the night that you accept that gift. the most precious gift you'll ever get is the gift of salvation from Christ.
So what I want to do tonight is I, I want to I want to close in prayer. And we're going to hang out and, and eat some popcorn and, and play some games and, and just visit around and everything. But I want to give you guys an opportunity tonight. If you want to give your life to Christ tonight, if you need to, to accept that gift, that gift of eternal life, then do it tonight. Come talk to me or talk to Caleb or, or Aaron or Kyle and Aubrey or, um, or Lynetta. And give your life to, to the Lord tonight. If you've already accepted that gift, then give it to other people. I mean, give the love, that same kind of love. You can't give them salvation, but give them, love them like Christ did. Because then they'll know who you belong to. They'll know who your Lord is and who your Savior is. So we're going to pray. And uh, then if you, if you need to talk to me or any of the adults, come talk to us. It's more important than anything else. Okay? Dear Father, God, I just thank you so much. For